Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another video here on the Fellow KGB channel. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. It is Thursday night. It's about 6 o'clock Central Time. We're just going to be hanging out, looking at some players, some names, some things to keep an eye on, and we'll just kind of answer questions from the chat room as they come. But I hope everyone's having a great Thursday evening. All people kind of feel here. But I kind of start week off, I guess, uh, Thursday night. We'll just kind of read some player news real quick. We got uh, we got some interesting, you know, player updates and stuff. Some guys not playing today, tomorrow. Uh, looks like uh, uh, Marcus Smart to play 20 to 22 minutes tonight. That's a big one. If he's available, you got to make sure you get him. Looks like Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to be back on a, on a minutes restriction. And then Aaron Gordon. Uh, I also saw Larry Markinen is going to be back too. So there's a lot of guys coming back into the fold after the All-Star break. So that's really good to see. I'm looking around here for anybody else that uh, – that sticks out here. Um, Tamar DeRozan, he's expected to miss tomorrow night's game to attend a funeral. Um, so you'll see again, Keldon Johnson and, and probably Rudy Gay get some some uh, some boosted minutes there. And then Lamarcus Aldridge with the news that uh, he wants to be traded out. That's going to be one to keep an eye on. We'll see if they can acquire another big man. But uh, we're we're lagging like crazy. Oh man. I tried resetting my router before we went live. So hopefully it's. Hopefully it smooths out, but uh, if, it, if it's still a problem, let me know in the comments. Uh, but again, Laurie Markkinen and Otto Porter are both available tonight against the Sixers. you got Devontae Graham coming in off the bench tonight. He had a seven-game absence. Um, yeah, I imagine he's going to have to take a, at least a week to get ready, so we're not going to see him until late next week, I think. Um, let's see, LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier starting lineups tonight. Uh, Fagundo Campazzo, a couple updates there, but we got some, I don't know, it's exciting that we're in the second half of the season. So some guys got the much needed rest that they, uh, that they needed. So we're starting to see some healthy teams. I just want to check the, uh, check the ESPN, uh, schedule tonight and see what kind of games we got going on. Let's take a look here. We've got Boston and Brooklyn on tonight on TNT and you got uh, Orlando, Miami, uh, Philly and Chicago. The Knicks and the Bucks, Dallas, Oklahoma City, and Golden State Clippers is the nightcap tonight. So a couple good games on TV tonight. Let's see. We'll probably try to dip out of here around 7 tonight. But uh, we got the Pistons and the Hornets about to tip off shortly. Again, the Celtics and the Nets. That's a good show here. Uh, is, is Harden – we're sure Harden's playing, but is, what's up with Kevin Durant? Is Kevin Durant in or out tonight? Let's see. He's been ruled out. So who, who knows? We'll see. We still don't have a timeline for him, so it might be a while yet. Who knows? Uh, he's participating in individual half-court work, but could ramp things up if the, if the next scan brings good news. So we're still waiting on some things from Kevin Durant. So keep firing up James Harden and Kyrie Irving uh, while Durant is out. Uh, but I don't know. Let's uh, let's take a peek at, um, at some of the names. And let's see here. Yeah, but I guess the good news, though, is if, if CJ was allowed to play, it sounds like he would be able to go. So he's been cleared to take part in contact practice. This was from last week. Uh, let me see if there's any other CJ McCollum news that I can find here to pull up. Um, so this one was from Nurkic, too. So I guess this is kind of interesting. Uh, aren't quite ready just yet. They've been ruled out. Again, McCollum cleared for practice last week, uh, and Nurkic continues to progress in his recovery. So he's expected to be evaluated at some point this week. I don't know if we've heard anything on that. But uh, the Trailblazers, man, they're going to be in a good. They're going to be in really good shape once they get Nurkic and McCollum back. Those are 
two really good players back into the starting lineup. I think we'll see with Cantor, but uh, McCollum is on the way back. I'm going to actually, I'm going to filter here by all injured players and we'll kind of look and see, and we'll read through some of the injury news. Uh, let's see here. We'll go to health. I are eligible. So is Joel Embiid playing tonight? He will not play because of the COVID situation. He'll have a seven day quarantine through at least Thursday after he had set out the all-star game. So he might be available tomorrow night. So we'll watch that. Let me just look at the schedule real quick for the Sixers. So they do play tomorrow night against Washington. Worst case scenario, he plays against San Antonio on the 14th. So hopefully you can get at least one or two games from Embiid before the end of the week. We looked at Durant real quick. I haven't checked in on Anthony Davis in a while. I don't know if there's any, I don't see any updates here. Yeah, this is a long, so it's still the four week recovery from the 19th. Um, so we're still maybe, maybe a week or two out yet from hearing anything on Anthony Davis. So hold strong there. Simmons kind of the same thing as uh, he's required to sit out until Saturday. Um, so he's out tomorrow night as well here. So interesting. Uh, let's look up Nerland's Noel. What do we got with Nerland's Noel? Is, um, is Mitchell Robinson back? Noel's been banging. He was, he was peeking off here before uh, the all-star break. Uh, let's see if we got any, any news here on Nerland's Noel. The numbers look great, though. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm curious here. Let me filter by the Knicks, and we'll see what uh, New York's brewing. New York and Milwaukee tonight. That's uh, actually a good game. I got to try to watch that. Um, so I'm curious on the Mitchell Robinson update, first of all. He had successful hand surgery. That was a long time ago. So initial four to six weeks timetable because uh, Noel's um, value lies solely with the injury here. Mitchell Robinson. Looks like we got some Derrick Rose and some Mitchell Robinson updates here. Um, so no Derrick Rose tonight. Um, see. Thibodeau is skeptical that Rose will make a return within the next few days. Uh, but he's confident there. He, what are they, uh, we'll see here. Ooh. The Knicks expected starting center Mitchell Robinson to be up for quite some time. It seemed as if he was making solid progress, but it's still a ways away from his return. Um, so there's no timetable yet for him. So this is good for for Nerlens Noel. This was again. This is you know posted nine hours ago. Um, so it looks like we got we got some good you know length here for Nerlens Noel to continue his role. Um, so he's going to get the start time. He should be continue. I mean he's getting 42, 37, 40, 41 minutes. So he's still under 34 percent owned. This is probably the guy you want to add uh, at least until Robinson returns. And it looks like because uh, we got this schedule here. I just want to see how many games the Knicks play next week. Your Lakers play five games next week, so they're a hot team. Uh, but it looks like the Knicks got four games. That's, you know, the standard among everybody. So go ahead and make sure you get Nerland's Noel for next week. Uh, that would be a really wise move. Um, so we made some big moves in my 12-person. Um, dropped Garland for Nurk, and then traded Harold and Kawhi for Luka. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so we dropped Darius Garland for Nurkic. I'm assuming you're able to slide Nurkic to the IR spot while he, while he waits. That would be sweet. And then trading uh, Montrez Harrell for Kawhi, or Montrez and Kawhi. Let me just pull up the, the numbers here for compare. Interesting. Montrez. And you got the Luca. All right. So I'm going to stats. Let's just take a look at the last 30 days. 
So, I mean, of course, Luke is the best player in this. He's averaging 51 and a half in my scoring setting here. Uh, Kawhi about 44 and a half. Uh, and then you're basically just, I mean, you're not losing that much with Montrez Harrell here. I mean, you could probably pick someone up that's averaging about 20 points per game. So, like, if you combine here, let me, I can't do math right now. So, 44.4 plus 28 is is 72 points, 72.4. And then, so essentially you just need a guy that's going to get, I mean, you could probably pick someone up off the waiver wire for all we know. That's going to get just like 24 points per game and you're coming out good on that deal. And then again, we looked at, uh, you've probably been watching some of our stuff uh, where we've seen that the remaining schedule is not good for your Clippers. The Clippers have the least amount of games, 34 games are remaining the rest of the season, and Dallas is playing 38 games. So you, you gained hopefully three or four more looping games than you would out of Kawhi Leonard. So I think that's a really good deal. Solid deal, Aiden. That's that's nice. What's going on, Justin? Uh, let's see if, let's see if uh, John Wall's playing tonight. So John Wall, hmm, 18 hours ago. Um... Wall news, nothing here. Let's see if let's see if John Wall. That whole Houston team is such a mess right now. Uh, let's take a look here. We'll clear this uh, eligible players, and we'll go here. So what's up with John Wall tonight? Uh, he's questionable. So they have a late game tonight. I'm assuming. Bruce Lesney. He's a late addition to the injuries report. So that's probably not. A, I, I'd probably put him towards doubtful. Probably not going to play tonight, but man, these we got we. I think for fantasy basketball, we really need to watch Houston to see who they're going to be, see who they're going to be playing more. I think we talked on Tuesday night about Kevin Porter Jr. He got called up from the G League. He's going to play. So uh, a guy like like John Wall, if he's out, that's going to open up some minutes for the one and the two guards. So keep an eye on Kevin Porter Jr. He's he's been a a popular name uh, out of the G League. Um, we're doing start bench cuts with Robert Covington, Steven Adams, and Larry Nance Jr. Okay, let's pull up uh, let's pull up these guys. Hit the compare button. Steven. And then uh, Robert, Robert Covington. Okay, so just looking at the last 15 days here, we know Larry Nance is coming back and he might be a trade candidate. So let me just see here. He's probably the guy you might want to stash. He's likely to play tomorrow night. So that's good news. And we know that when Larry Nance was playing, he, I mean, he's been out for a while, but now that Drummond's out of the picture, say he stays in Cleveland, there's still some opportunity for him. But we'll see here. I, I, I mean, if Nance can get traded, that would be, you know, interesting to see if he can get a starting spot. So, I think at the moment right now you got to keep. I mean, Covington seems like the obvious call here to keep. So we're gonna we're gonna start Covington. I think I'm. Adams has just been weird lately. These you know these last four games leading into the All Star break a little bit uh, crazy. He's inconsistent too. Uh, I'd have a hard time cutting him. I think people would scoop him up really quickly. Seventy nine point two. Um, so I think for now you're going to start Covington. Um, we're going to bench Adams. We're going to hold on to Adams. And then let's see where Larry Nance goes. He's still not playing yet. He's likely to play tomorrow, but it's probably going to be a little bit minutes. Um, so just keep an eye on him. And if he gets traded, that's when we move on him. But hold on to Adams and start Covington. Uh, so we got CJ in my IR right now, but I'm eating the spot talking. Um, oh, yeah. Whole, yeah, man. You're nine and one. You do as you please. You're on coast. Um, <laughs> John Wall. 
Um, yeah. I could see him going back to Portland. That makes, I mean, he wants, I, he wants to go to a contender. Let's pull up some of the quotes here. LaMarcus Aldridge. I just bought a LaMarcus Aldridge top shot moment too. Um, so let me see if I can find some quotes here. So he won't return to the team. So it's either a buyout or just like a, a money cap loss for the Spurs. Uh, I'm looking for a quote here. Popovich saying he's been a great teammate. No problem here. We just think this is a win-win for both LaMarcus and the club. Um, his agent and they're all going to move forward. So I'm looking for Aldridge reports here. Interesting. And this is interesting too. The Spurs won six of their last games without Aldridge. So he's kind of like, he, that's not going to really make them, uh, they're not going to miss it too much here. But uh, again, the Portland Trailblazers, man, keep an eye on Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Nurkic is, you know, he's, he's injured on and off, but a team like, I don't know, just those teams that are a fringe team right now, like where there are three, four, five seed, that just want to put something over the top. We can really, we can really expect a lot of interest, I think, out of LaMarcus Aldridge. So we'll see. I think the trade deadline's coming up, too. When is that NBA trade deadline? Take a peek here. The 25th. So we have roughly two weeks, you know, 14 days to get this trade deadline figured out here. So I like the Trailblazers call. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, you could really help you guys on the inside. Um, Robert Covington. Um, all right, we're going to rate a team here. Right, my second 12-person league. So Russ, SGA, Jimmy, Buckets, Turner, Carl Anthony, Brockton, Rocco, Lamelo, Booker, Lucas, Sexton, Jokic, KD, McConnell. Jesus, this is a 12-man? Hmm. You've been wheeling and dealing with some trades. Like, these guys are all, like, 80% plus owned. Even, I guess, McConnell's technically your worst player, but that's not a bad spot to be right now. TJ McConnell is... McConnell is a must-own fantasy player, um, especially if you're in a 12-man league. This could be your worst guy on your team. And, I mean, we're not going to expect this 70.5 points per game. Like, that's not that's not going to happen probably. Maybe one more this year if he gets the steals. But McConnell has your worst play. Like, this, this, is, this is, I mean, this is almost, this is near an A+. I'll give it that. Um, I mean, you're kind of waiting on some players to, to get healthy and such, but it looks like... I, I don't see a weakness here. This is TJ McConnell is your weakness as your worst player in a 12 man league. So this is uh, quite, quite ridiculous, sir. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good team here. I just want to show off. I'll show you my team. So this is my, uh, my big league. This is the one that uh, it's, it's the fellowship one where we play for money. So we're looking at this team right here. I got SGA, Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, Brandon Ingram, Kelly Olenek, Luka Doncic. I picked up Markinen off the waiver wire. We'll see what happens there. I got Thad Young. Picked up Dal, uh, Danilo Gal Gallinari a couple days ago. Dennis Smith Jr. I'm going to see if he continues playing well. Uh, but Deontay Murray, Terrence Ross, Davis Bertons, Lonnie Walker, McCollum, and Anunobi waiting in the wing. So uh, guys that I want to cut, we'll see what Gallinari can do. But Dennis Smith, we'll see what he can do. And then Berton. So Olenek, Olenek is interesting. He's not great, but he goes off in random times here. So you just kind of, if you just hold through these 18s, 11s, these 20s, sometimes you get rewarded uh, pretty well here. So competitive 12-man league, trying to trying to make a comeback there. So 
and then uh, I, I guess we'll show too. We'll show. So this is the Fantasy Fellowship, uh, the Fun League here on uh, through YouTube people and Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm offering twenty five dollars to first place in this one, and Matt Lee Bame is winning. He's eight and two. I'm seven and three right behind. Uh, but as far as points scored, I'm sitting at number one. So hopefully I can uh, hopefully I can save my twenty five dollars. But a lot of similar players on this team from my other team that we just looked at. Uh, don't have anybody brewing in the IR, but um, I don't know. It's fun to have this free league here. <laughs> um, all right, so I think I'm just going to try to let's let's just kind of pull up some um, some people here who should be owned. <laughs> What's going on, Oscar? Oscar. Um, so I'm going to filter by. We're going to look at the last 15 days. We're going to try to find people who are averaging a lot of points and we're going to see the percent ownership. So this is the filter by points here. And I'm just going down the percent roster. If there's anybody that like sticks out, so like everyone's like 99.9, 100. We'll see who starts to stick, who sticks out. So Alfred Payton's the first guy that sticks out. And with Derek Rose, who knows how long Derek Rose is going to be chilling. So if you need a guy just for the weekend, um, we'll see how he play, how he plays tonight against Milwaukee, but 35 minutes last time he played 26, four, four, and one, one of his best games of the season, probably for Alfred Payton. And, uh, even before he was injured, he was averaging a lot of points, but still don't know how he's going to mix with Derrick Rose in the, in the, in the future. But even when he did play lower 20 minutes, he was still getting 20 points per game. So Alfred Payton, this might be one of the guys to, uh, to snag here. I don't know how many games uh, we said the, uh, the Knicks play four games next week. Uh, we'll see what happens with Derrick Rose, but check out Alfred Payton guys. He's under 28% owned and the last, uh, I don't know, he's averaging a lot of points here. So keep an eye on him. We'll keep rolling down the list here to see if anybody else pops out. This is just kind of how I like to filter and look for guys. Uh, we talked about Jordan Poole on Tuesday night show. And this is a guy that after the all-star break here, I mean, before the All-Star break, he popped off for 26 points in 26 minutes. Uh, I think it was his first game in a while this season. Uh, but look, I'm going to keep an eye on You see I got him on the watch list here. So if he starts getting consistent minutes and he, he, they keep allowing him to shoot the ball, keep an eye on Jordan Poole. He might be uh, someone worth picking up in the future. Um, and that's a lot of times, too, is just building your watch list and just making guys uh, seeing just changing the filters and seeing who kind of rises based on what you're looking at. I don't need to tell you guys to pick up Anthony Edwards. This guy, uh, he, he might make a push for rookie of the year, I think, second half of the season because, uh, I don't know, I, I, I like this kid a lot. A lot of good points here. We'll see if he, if he can get more – if he can start doing this consistently, this 19 to 24 points per game, uh, we're going to see some, uh, some massive fantasy numbers here. So Anthony Edwards, he's about 75% owned. Uh, he should be owned in every league. Um, Thaddeus Young still dipping here under 90%. Keep an eye on him. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens now that Markinen is back. I'm going to be watching Chicago's minutes here. And I think we got, we, I mean, we got a game going on right now. So let's just click in and see what's up. Um, so DeLon Wright is back tonight. So my Dennis Smith Jr. is probably not looking very good, but Sadiq Bay. Hmm, see what he's going on, but uh, Cody Zeller's back tonight too, so we'll probably get to him at some point. But uh, I saw his roster ship was dropping, so Cody Zeller's back in the lineup. He's two for two or two for three shooting tonight, got a decent six points already. So Cody Zeller should be owned. I'm not sure what his ownership is, and then we're also waiting to see what Devonte Graham can do off the bench. I'm interested in that quite a bit. 
Well, let's keep moving down the list here. Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay is going to be a now that with this Lamarcus Aldridge news, I think I think Rudy Gay needs to be owned. He's only eleven percent owned, guys. I could probably pick him up in this league if I wanted to. Um, but again, Lamarcus Aldridge is he's gone. He's he's gone. And if you look before Aldridge uh, was playing. You saw these kind of sporadic minutes, sometimes as low as 18, 16, but 24, 25, 26. If he can kind of maintain, you know, 25, 27 minutes per game, I mean, you're not going to see 34 is probably a high end number for him, but a good game for, for Rudy Gay might, like an average game for him might be somewhere in this 24, 25, 26 minutes, uh, double digit points, a good amount of rebounds. So this might be his floor. You see these 20s and these 23s. So if you're in a 12-man league, I think Rudy Gay is looking pretty, uh, pretty appropriate here with the, with the Lamarcus Aldridge news. Um, so I'm just kind of filtering down. We got Rudy Gay on the list. Uh, TJ McConnell. We just looked at TJ a little bit here. Mason Plumlee is about 85% owned. So go get McConnell, guys. He's he is a beast. I'm just curious how many games the Pacers play the rest of the way. They play 37. Um, so I don't know, guys with like long-term, uh, you know. The teams that I have highlighted here, these guys are worth holding on to if you can uh, keep, you know, banging out a bunch of games with these guys. Um, PJ Washington, under 80% owned. I don't get this one. He's probably, again, a 10-man league. He might be a fringe guy here. Uh, but I don't know. Again, I don't know what happened with this six. But he's he sandwiched it with a 39, a 65, and a 42, another nine. So uh, PJ Washington needs to be owned for sure. Uh, and again, if you guys are new to the stream tonight, don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you're new. We're just kind of throwing out some names and some guys that I have noticed uh, just by filtering by total points the last 15 days. And we're just looking at the percent roster ship to make sure you guys got a hold of these players. Um, so Bruce Brown, I'm super interested to see what happens with Bruce Brown because he was on a tear, like six straight games before the All-Star break. You see 30, 40, 30, 26, 34, and almost 38 points. Uh, just getting some good, you know, six-man minutes here. And we know Kevin Durant's not on a timetable yet. So there's still going to be a lot of minutes to go around here, I think, for the Nets. I know Blake Griffin's going to be kind of getting into some things. But as far as guard play, Bruce Brown, someone keep an eye on Bruce Brown here, under 30% owned. Um, and we'll see if he can stay hot. He was super hot before the All-Star break. But tonight, going up against Boston, that game's probably tipping off in maybe 15 minutes um, so I'm, I'm super interested to see what the, uh, the nets are going to be doing the rest of the way. So I'll try to watch as many nets minutes as I can. Uh, let's keep, keep them moving here. Derek Rose, keep an, again, keep an eye on Derek Rose. We just highlighted Alfred Payton's going to have a good tear here. Um, but, uh, here's the quote from Tom Thibodeau. He said, he doesn't know whether Derek Rose will be able to join the Knicks on their current four game road trip. So how long does that potentially put, um, Derek Rose out. So you see at OKC, at Brooklyn, at Philly. So that makes him not available until maybe March 18th. So if you guys are interested, again, um, Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton, he's going to maybe get the start against OKC, Brooklyn, and Philly. So that's three more games that you're going to get out of Alfred Payton uh, starting. We got one game, I guess, one game to tally up this week and then two for next week. So Go check out Alfred Payton, see if he's available in your leagues. Let me keep moving down here. Um, so Dennis Smith Jr., this was a guy that I added before the All-Star break, but it looks like DeLon Wright is back. I kind of wanted to just refresh this and see if anything's changed in here. Um, so 
Dennis Smith Jr. is one of the first guys off the bench. That's pretty good. I don't see over one shooting. One block, though, we'll take that. Um, so with DeLon Wright just kind of coming back, that kind of pushed Dennis Smith back down here. They, they don't really run it. Like, DeLon Wright's not like a true point guard. He's more of a shooting guard, as you see with the SG there. Uh, but I like Dennis Smith Jr. I just I don't know if this is going to fade. So tonight's a big night. If he and DeLon Wright can both be productive, and, and this is maybe about 20 points here, I'm interested in holding on to Dennis Smith because he was – he was red hot here before the All-Star break. You see the 26 to you know 27 minutes, five straight games. You had a triple-double mixed up in here, a 46, a 33, a 30, a 34, and a 26. So he's been really productive lately. Um, so under 27% owned. If you're in a 12-man league, you could do worse. Uh, so Dennis Smith Jr., we'll be, I'll kind of be checking this box score a little bit more here. But so far, one block uh, in two minutes here. So fun player to keep an eye on. Let's keep it moving down. Uh, here's Nerland's Noel. We touched we touched on Nerland's Noel earlier in the show, and we looked up Mitchell Robinson, and Mitchell Robinson still doesn't have a timetable left. It sounds like his surgery and everything went smooth, which is good news, but I don't know. Just because Nerland's is playing so well, there's really no rush to get Robinson back into the fold here. And you see, like, the dude has just been – he's been over 20 points in every game since Robinson went down except this, this 19.5. So this is a player that needs to be owned. He's under 35% owned. I don't I don't get it. You see the minutes here are peaking too, 42, 37, 40, 41. They're starting to use him a little bit more. And uh, I think also Taj Gibson has been kind of dinged up a little bit too. So that's why all the minutes are going Noel's way. So that seems like a slam dunk to me. If I'm if I need to add somebody right now, I'm I'm probably gonna add Nerland's Noel. They got uh, two games remaining this week, I guess tonight. So maybe one more this week and then four next week. Uh, and then let's get into Carmelo Anthony. Uh, we've talked about uh, Carmelo Anthony, I feel like, the last week or two, just pulling up his numbers. But on the season, he's averaging 24 fantasy points. He's only 50% rostered, so there's a small chance he's available in your 12-man league, maybe probably more likely in your 10-man in your league. But the minutes, super consistent. His low point is about 20 minutes. On the high end, he'll cash in around 32, so somewhere in that buffer range. Uh, but really consistent numbers. Like if he's available, this is a guy you just you just hold him and leave him in your roster the rest of the season. I think unless there's an injury or anything like alarming that would happen. But only uh, one dud here, this 12 points. But I can live with that. Looking at some of these 30s, these mid 24s and 25s, uh, 52 every now and then. Like he was just starting to pop off before the All Star break. So I like Carmelo Anthony quite a bit. He's a player that needs to be owned. Uh, let's keep it moving here. Under 70%, Marvin Bagley Jr. Now, it sounds like Hassan Whiteside is a trade candidate. Let me type in Hassan Whiteside. There's going to be a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of fun moving around here coming up in the in the weeks here. Uh, but the Lakers trade is this Kings Lakers trade is focused on Hassan Whiteside. Interesting. Hassan Whiteside, he, he's just buried on the depth chart beside Rashawn Holmes and Marvin Bagley. So they're not really getting anything out of him right now. So the few minutes that Whiteside does get, that might just mean more for Bagley and Rashawn Holmes. And you can kind of see here before the break, I guess uh, 32, 29, 35, 28. That's a good uptrend uh, from, you know, kind of where he was early into mid-February. You didn't see a handful of games in the 30s, but all of a sudden he's hitting mid to low 30s for minutes. So I like Marvin Bagley quite a bit. Should see a boost coming forward. Uh, Danilo Gallinari. So we know there's injuries in Atlanta. Cam Reddish. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, 
Bogdan Bogdanovich is coming back, but he's probably going to be a slow minutes, uh, you know, return here. Clint Capella also dinged up with that foot injury. And uh, he just, he just keep an eye on him because I think maybe one game a week, you're going to get one of these, these big pops where the 38 points, I don't know if that's going to happen, but definitely I can see him scoring maybe 20 points in a game once a week. Um, so if you just ride and hold, he, uh, this could be a, a rewarding player. If you just have him for three games, you hope for 70 to 80 points out of him and call it good. Uh, but he's been, he's been pretty hot lately shooting. So he's a guy that I, I think is interesting under 40% owned as well. Um, so keep an eye on Gallinari, Eric Bledsoe. What's Eric Bledsoe doing? Bledsoe should be owned. I mean, you don't like these 15s, 19s, and 15s, but he does have the ability to pop off for some 30s and uh, an occasional 40-point game. So I like I like Bledsoe quite kind of bit here. About 80% rostered. Let's just see the Pelicans, New Orleans. Uh, not a lot of games remaining, but we can we can deal with that. We can deal with that. It's not too bad. Um, let me see. I mean, we'll uh, let me let me just look at Evan Fournier's numbers real quick. He's seventy-seven percent owned. We'll see if he is he. He's not playing tonight. That's not good. He's been dinged up all season. He has been dinged up all year. So that's a bummer. Uh, but if anyone just like just spite drops him, he's worth holding on to in your IR. It's unfortunate because he's not IR eligible. But if if you're if you're like Aiden and you're nine and one or eight and two and you can afford to kind of hold on to Fournier when he plays he's he's damn good so keep an eye on Fournier and see if anyone cut him uh, then you get Josh Jackson down here and he let's let's check out this Pistons Hornets box score real quick um, so where is Justin Jackson so he's got three minutes and he's got just an assist so far so they kind of got bumped from the starting lineup uh, but he had been playing really good minutes before the All Star break. See 26, 28, 29, 30. Just, you know, kind of humming around 30 minutes per game. He's one of their better scoring options. You see the string of double-digit games here. He's a good rebounder. He's good at everything, you know. Getting getting some of these games with multiple steals and blocks is also pretty key, too. But just look at the consistency from Justin Jackson throughout all of February. This is a good player. And he's only 27% rostered. Like, in a 12-man league, this is your guy. Uh, if you're... If if you're in a 12 man league, I don't know why you don't have Josh Jackson. So we'll see what happens with the minutes going forward. But I like I like Jackson quite a bit here, and we'll just look at his stats real quick. Uh, just one assist so far, but Dennis Smith Jr. no points yet, but one rebound, one assist, one block. We'll keep on we'll keep taking that. Let me just take, take a look here. So Devonta Graham checked in right away. Uh, two free throws, two assists. He might be one of those players that benefits more from going to a bench role because uh, he's a high energy guy. So like when he's on the court, he might be he might be more optimal with his, the fewer minutes. So keep an eye. I don't know. Devontae Graham's an interesting player. He had a hell of a, a season last year too. So I like him quite a bit. Uh, Michael Carter Williams is Cole Anthony playing tonight? But before we get to before we get to that, I just want to type in Cole Anthony real quick because um, Carter Williams was enjoying a good run because Cole Anthony was not playing. Um, he remains without a timetable to return, still a ways away from returning. So that's not good blurbs for Cole Anthony. So that's going to make me really like Michael Carter-Williams. You see before the All-Star, like, essentially he's been playing, you know, these minutes while Cole Anthony's been out. So this is what you can expect going forward. You're going to see, you know, a floor of 15, 16 points on a, on, a, on a bad night here. But again, he's playing Utah and Brooklyn in those games. So those are tough games. Uh, I think a more accurate floor is probably around 19 points. 
but you're going to be rewarded with like a 35, a 37, a 44 every now and then. Uh, but he can maybe, you know, settle in this 24, 26 points per game range here. Under 14% owned. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know what we got to lose here. Let me just see. Um, Orlando. I mean, they did have three games this back half of the week. Let me see what they got here. They only got three games next week, so that's a little unfortunate. And then they got back-to-back fours in weeks 13 and 14, but we'll see how long Cole Anthony is out for. Let me keep on moving here, though. Terrence Ross, 61% owned. I don't know how much more I need to sell you guys on Terrence Ross. He's probably my favorite, uh, probably one of my favorite, like, low-owned players. He's only 61.1% owned. He's not playing tonight. Left knee soreness. That's a little concerning coming out of the All-Star break with some left knee soreness. Uh, but Orlando's dinged up, you know. He's going to get he's going to come back in and he's going to get these minutes. He's 41, 36s. And uh just when he, he's their best scorer when Fournier like Fournier's been dinged up all season, but you see him have a hell of a February. So I I I think if someone let's go with Terrence Ross or he's available, you should probably scoop him up. Kyle Anderson still criminally under uh, undervalued here at 74% roster ship. Um, 12-man league, he needs to be owned. I don't know what else to say here. He's a good scorer. He kind of just does everything well. I like this, the uh, the hustle and the steals and the blocks. You're going to get something every game in that column or one of those two columns. So uh, not a bad player to, to look at here. What do we got in the chat room here? So... <laughs> So we got a cool team name because I'm playing 4v4 basketball. Cool team name. Uh, do you Are you looking for like a mascot team name or like uh, can you be like the Flint Tropics? Have you ever seen Semi-Pro? Flint Tropics maybe? Um, cool basketball team names. Oh, man. If you guys, if you guys really want to go all out. You guys can go get some some Flint Tropics <laughs> jerseys. Get some Jackie Moon jerseys. Uh, who's gonna be downtown? I don't know. How much? How much is a like is a Flint Tropics jersey? Forty bucks. We could probably find one cheaper. I don't know anything. Um, I don't know. Have you guys? Have y'all seen? Have y'all seen Jackie Moon Flint Tropics? They got a lot of jerseys here. That'd be kind of fun. Jackie Moon. Interesting. Uh, what's going on? We got two Aidens going on here tonight. Um, should we trade CJ and Karis LeVert for Donovan Mitchell and Colin Sexton? Points league. Let's pull up the names in the, the compare tool here. <laughs> yeah, man. If you like the Flint Trop, like I think you could probably fly, find uh, Flint Tropics jerseys for pretty cheap if you look in the right spot. Um, I just, I'm a big, that's one of Will Ferrell's best underrated movies. Um, so we're pulling up CJ McCollum and Karis LeVert. So I, I really don't know what we're going to get out of Karis LeVert. So I get the, I get the kind of urge to maybe sell him before anything bad happens again, or if he's just not, you know, up to par as what he was before. So, uh, here's the move. So we're trading CJ and Karis LeVert. And you're going to get Donovan Mitchell and Colin Sexton. I'm kind of liking this already. If you, if you get Mitchell and Colin Sexton, so let me just filter. We're going to actually just filter by the 2021 season. Um, so on the year, McCollum, when he, when he averages 42.4 points, now Levert's averaging 34.4 on the year. We don't know if he's going to hit that. 
But between the two of them, they're averaging 76.8 total points per game. Just assuming everything's fine, McCollum and Levert are both healthy, everything's great. So that's about almost 77 points between the two of them. And as far as uh, Mitchell and Sexton compared here, 37.9 plus 33.5, that's going to give you 71. So it's really a difference of about five points. And what's crazy is, again, if we filter maybe by the last 30 days, um, McCollum hasn't played, Levert hasn't played, but look at look at these numbers here for Mitchell and Sexton. All of a sudden, these numbers are a little bit more accurate, 43.5 and 35.3. That's going to equal 78.8. So that's that number, the last 30 days of Mitchell and Sexton are more points per game than McCollum and Levert were averaging on the year. And we still don't know. Like with Levert, he might be a slow ramp up for a week or two yet with minute, minute restrictions and uh, just the injury cloudness kind of, you know, he's, he's kind of got an interesting situation. Uh, and then if we look at the last 15 days, look at what Mitchell and Sexton were doing. I'm going to say go for it. If you can get Donovan Mitchell and Colin Sexton, let's do it. Let's do it, man. That's a good – That's a. I mean, you, now you're touching almost 85 points. And we, we don't know what we're getting with Karis LeVert. I think, I, th I think he's worth holding on to as long as you can hold him in your IR spot. Uh, but we still don't know. We don't – like they don't really have a timetable as when we're going to see him. Like we don't really know anything about Karis LeVert. I'm excited about it, but um, it's still, it's still a relative unknown and getting Donovan Mitchell and Colin Sexton, man, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. So, um, and it also too, with McCollum and LeVert out, like you're, you're getting Mitchell and Sexton who are, are plugging points right now. So I think that's, whew, that's, that's a big W for you, sir. I would totally uh, pull the trigger on that one. That's a, that's a good question and a really good trade opportunity for you. Um, so if you guys get any more questions, keep firing up. Otherwise, I I don't know. Do you guys like it when I kind of just ramble and I uh, just kind of look up players who are low-owned? That's kind of like the default thing that I do. Uh, but let's just check this box score real quick here, see who's popping off. I actually, I like looking at, I like looking at the fantasy cast because you can actually see fantasy points uh, within that. Um, blocked by an extension using the Brave browser. All right, let's just pull this up real quick here. So you got, so far tonight, Jeremy Grant's doing well. Um, Wayne Ellington's shooting okay. Dennis Smith Jr. not doing too much. Gordon Hayward here. I don't know, Zeller's playing decent. He's got to get some more rebounds. Um... But nothing crazy too far. It's a low-scoring game. This second quarter just started here. Where do you see the – I want to see my fantasy points. How do I see that? They don't do that. I think the app does it. I don't know if the desktop does it anymore. But uh, I don't know. Interesting. But otherwise, I'm going to just kind of keep going back to what I usually do. And let's just see if we can find – unknown uh, players here that need to be owned. Or if you guys have trade questions, fire up your trade questions. Um, just Thursday nights more, because like, Thursday night it's just me. On Tuesday night I have John and Drake with me, so there's more kind of talking between us three, so it's more hard to answer questions. So Thursday night's the best night to ask questions, and I'll, I'll let you guys kind of run the show. Uh, but where were we here? I'm just filtering by average points. Let's Actually, let's widen the range here. Last 30 days, and let's just... Let's just do this. Um, we got any other games tipping off? Yeah, that ball. Atlanta and Toronto. Let's click on that one. I guess, I mean, that game just started. Um, and Capella is playing tonight, so that's good to see. Tony Snell's getting a start. Tony Snell is starting in the 2021 season. 
uh, Raptors, DeAndre Bembry and Stanley Johnson getting the chart. The Raptors are dinged up. I mean, where's Fred Van Vliet tonight? No Van Vliet? Is Van Vliet still on the COVID list? I don't know. The Raptors, Raptors keep finding a way. I think the Raptors are one of those teams that could really benefit from a trade um, because they kind of need a center. Aaron Baines isn't really – Aaron Baines is a quality number two. Like if he's the guy you bring off the bench to replace your starter, I'm okay with that. But the Raptors are a team, whether it's Hassan Whiteside or technically LaMarcus Aldridge, um, that'd be kind of interesting. Drummond would be sick here in Toronto. I think Andre Drummond would be a really good spot. Where do you guys think – I used a question in the chat room. Where do you guys want to see Andre Drummond uh, get either traded to or released and then signed with? Interesting to see what you guys have to say on that. Um, so I'm kind of just scrolling back down the list here. There's Jordan Poole. We talked about him. Let's keep it moving. TJ McConnell, our boy TJ McConnell. What's Paul Millsap up to? Paul Millsap was a beast before he got hurt. So he's questionable for tomorrow night. This is interesting. He missed 10 games heading into the All-Star break due to a knee sprain, but he has a chance to return to the court against Memphis on Friday. If he's unable to suit up, P.J. Dozier and Michael Porter could see an increased run once again. Uh, but he's he's got the IR out eligibility. So if you guys have IR, maybe Paul Millsap is worth holding on to. On the season, he's averaging 22 you know points per game. Uh, but before he got hurt, like look at these are – if I can get these numbers consistently, I want these numbers. 22, 32, 39, 30, and 23. Uh, let's keep an eye on Paul Millsap, guys. That's That's a good name to monitor. Only 14% owned, and he's coming back this weekend. Um, let's keep it moving. Where's DeMarcus Cousins going to sign? Do we have any news on the DeMarcus Cousins front? Where's Boogie at? The Trailblazers won't consider signing ex-Rocket Center. The Trailblazers are linked to a lot of centers, aren't they? New Orleans Pelicans, DeMarcus Cousins. This is interesting. He's probably going to get signed pretty quickly here. The Lakers have interest in DeMarcus Cousins, but prefer Andre Drummond, of course. Most people, uh, most teams would. <laughs> um, interesting. So, yeah, the Lakers make sense. The, the Trailblazers make sense. I don't think anyone wants to go to Toronto, but I think Toronto really needs a, a new center here. But I'm keeping an eye on DeMarcus Cousins. If I find out that he signed somewhere, he, I'm going to probably look at picking him up depending on where it is. So keep an eye on Cousins. Put him on the watch list at least. Uh, so with the LaMarcus Aldridge news, Jakob Pertl is one that we need to just keep an eye on him. He, he hasn't played great his last two games. Last night only 12.25 points, but 32 minutes. So I'm like a I'm, I'm a trust the process kind of guy. And if, if he's going to continue getting 32 minutes per game, like you look at what like look at his games where he's played more than 30 minutes. So here against the Knicks, 30 minutes, 31 fantasy points. 36 minutes against the Nick or the Nets, 36.5 fantasy points. 35 minutes against OKC, 28.75 fantasy points. 37 minutes against Charlotte, 35.25 fantasy points. So anytime he plays 30 minutes, like it's a good thing. So this might have just been an off night. I don't know his shooting, his points were down, no blocks or, or steals or anything too. So that, that to me seems like an outlier. So keep an eye on Jakob Pertl. Uh, now that we officially know uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is out, this could be this could be a big pickup here, and the reason why I'm really excited about picking up San Antonio Spurs is we'll go back to this chart that I made. The remaining schedule 
Memphis and San Antonio have the most games on the season, 40 games each. Uh, that's because of COVID reschedules and whatnot. But San Antonio, man, and especially, too, you look at you look at these fantasy playoff weeks, these teams both play uh, a total of 13 games in the playoffs, a 4-4-5 setup here for 18, 19, and 20. Um, so if you go ahead and filter by fantasy playoffs, only three teams play that many games. That's Dallas, San Antonio, and Memphis. So I'm really excited to – I'm trying to find guys that are like long-term holds. That's why I'm interested in guys like Pirtle, Lonnie Walker, Derek White. I mean, Memphis has a handful of guys that are interested too, whether it's Dylan Brooks. Maybe we should look at those teams because uh, I think that might be the best advice here that I have for you guys is to monitor teams who have a lot of games. Um, that's Memphis, San Antonio, and I guess Dallas. All 13 total games throughout the playoffs that leads the uh, the NBA. So let's go ahead here and uh, let's just filter by San Antonio. Let's see who filters up here. And we're going to filter by percent rostered. So, of course, DeMar DeRozan, Deontay Murray, those guys are the superstars. They're going to be owned. But they're also worth trading for, I think. I don't know if people are – if you're listening to this show, you, you obviously care about fantasy basketball. You want to win. We're trying to help each other win by just talking here. Uh, but DeMar DeRozan and Deontay Murray, I think those guys are trade candidates. If you can, if you can kind of lowball the the owners of these two guys, just kind of poke the tires, just see what see what it costs to buy these guys. Um, if we look the last thirty days, DeMar's averaging about thirty nine points, and Deontay about thirty seven points. If we look at the last fifteen days, Deontay Murray thirty eight point nine, and DeRozan forty four point eight. So if you can get somebody that averages, or if you have someone that's averaging around forty points per game. Just, and they have a bigger, more more attractive name. Maybe you, you try flinging a DeMar DeRozan or Deontay Murray trade. Uh, and then I guess Keldon Johnson. I, Keldon Johnson, this is this is probably the guy that needs to be owned. He's only 62.2% owned. He hasn't been playing great, uh, you know, with the injuries here. The minutes have been weird, 22, 22, and 11. Uh, but before his little injury, he was playing fine. If this is your worst player on your team, this is this is good news for you. So he had a run, a weird run here of not so great games, but I'm optimistic that he can return to some really good minutes, really good scoring numbers and rebounding numbers. So Keldon Johnson on the list for picking up the rest of the way. Uh, we'll see what happens with Aldridge. Jakob Pertl, we just looked at his numbers. Derek White, this is another guy here that I like quite a bit. Not sure what happened last night. He didn't have a great game. But before the All-Star break and before his little injury woes, woes 45, 25 points, a 10, but if you, if you can get this, you know, this 27s, these 18s on a low end, I think Derek White is a guy to keep an eye on. Patty Mills, he's more of a guy that, like, you just add for the night and, and hope uh, hope something good happens, but super consistent scorer. Like, worst-case scenario, you get 14.25 points if you just want to pick up a guy for a night, uh, but best-case scenario, he's going to get about 17, you know, real points, 30 fantasy points. So, again, these are guys that uh, have a lot of games here. Let me pull up Lonnie Walker. And he's, he's again, one of these guys that has a decent floor. He's getting good minutes. You see some of these, I don't know what happened with the 18 and the 24 minutes, but uh, before the all-star break, you know, 30, 37, 28, 33, really consistent minutes, probably a floor of around 19 to 20 points. So I do like, I do like Lonnie Walker quite a bit under 10% owned. And again, the reason why we like these Spurs is they play 40 games the rest of the way. That's more than, uh, any other team besides Memphis, and then the 13 games in the playoff weeks of 18, 19, and 20. So that's really important. So we just looked at San Antonio. Let's pull up Memphis real quick. 
Um, let's see here. So the studs, we'll get those out of the way. John Morant, Jonas, Valanciunas, those guys are worth trading for, I would say. We still really haven't seen anything too crazy out of John Morant, uh, but he's starting to pick it up, guys. You see some of these, this 50, this 47, this 40, uh, just ending ending and starting the All-Star break back up right, right where he left off. Um, so I'm, I'm a big fan of getting John Morant if I can. He's averaging more. Like the last seven days, like he's averaging all of his numbers are up pretty much. Assists the same, kind of whatever. Uh, but his points, like the dude's been scoring buckets. So I, that's an, that's a trend I look forward to continuing. Uh, Valanciunas, really good player. You can you can trade for Kyle Anderson. We talked about Anderson earlier in the show. Brandon Clark is worth trading. Now I wanted to talk about Jaron Jackson tonight because the 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 news is just inconclusive. So this happened, this is news from today. The plan to provide an update on Jackson's knee status later this month or in early April. Um, later this month, or in, he's not going to play the rest of March. Like, is this worth it? If you have an IR spot, I guess it's, it's okay to hold him into there. But I don't know if I'm holding on to Jaron Jackson anymore. Uh, the report from yesterday was he has not been involved in live contact activity and practice over the last week. So he's not even practicing yet. So if you're still holding on to Jaron Jackson, I don't, I don't know. Like we'll light the candle for you, but I don't, I don't know what we're gonna, what are we gonna even see when he comes back? You know, he's he's gonna be kind of uh, well behind everybody in terms of conditioning. Um, so I'm kind of, kind of interested in getting rid of Jaron Jackson if you can. So that makes me really like Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark's been playing great, uh, and he's been the biggest, probably the biggest uh, benefactor of no Jaron Jackson this year. So I like the numbers here. This is a guy that's worth trading for in a 12 man league. He should, he should be owned. He's about 67% owned. That needs to be a little bit higher. Uh, you got Dylan Brooks. I think Dylan Brooks needs to be owned and I'm kind of disappointed in this ownership. He's only 46% owned, but let's look at his numbers. Like he's, he's getting, he's a starter. He gets their, their big minutes. They'll have a night or two a week where he's just like the leading scorer or well over 20 points. Uh, you get rewarded with a 55 every now and then, some mid-37s, you know, some 32s, uh, and then a really high floor. Last night, not so great, but first game back, only 25 minutes, not sure what happened in that game. Uh, but I like Dylan Brooks a lot, uh, just scoring, and he's going to kind of dish out everything for you in, in terms of categories. So Dylan Brooks, and again, the reason we like Memphis and San Antonio guys is just it's it's a numbers game. We want more games played, right? And nobody's got more games played during the championship weeks, I guess weeks 18, 19, and 20, than the Spurs, the Grizzlies, and the Dallas Mavericks. So hmm, these guys are these guys are very interesting players to me right now. I mean, we can even talk about like DeAnthony Melton, Tyus Jones. Justice Winslow is interesting too. He's starting to get some run here. And these numbers are starting, they're coming in and they're looking good. Like in a 12-man league, I would totally be cool with starting that for a, a four-game stretch getting almost a hundred points. Like that sounds pretty good. Um, so only 6.2% own Justice Winslow. Uh, super intrigued here. And, we, and we're not excited about Jaron Jackson. We know he's out for the rest of the month. So minutes for Justice Winslow could be creeping up. He's averaging around 23 minutes per game lately. Uh, but that's a gem right there. Uh, look at DeAnthony Melton right now. Uh, he's he's kind of like, uh, he's, he's like their, he's the George Hill of the Memphis Grizzlies right now. He'll have a weird game every now and then, but for the most part, I'm totally comfortable with leaving him in my lineup for a week. Only about under 11% owned, averaging 22 points per game on the season. So I like DeAnthony Melton quite a bit. And then even Tyus Jones is interesting. He was more interesting in the beginning of the year, but his minutes have dipped. But if there's an injury, 
I mean, he benefited the most when John Morant was out. But if there's an injury to Melton or any of the other point guard shooting guards, we're going to see him get some more points. So keep an eye on Tyus Jones. Uh, but Memphis has a lot of guys that are kind of fun. Keep an eye on them. And then we'll finish up with Dallas here. We're going on about 52 minutes here. So I'll hang out another seven minutes, seven, eight minutes with you guys. If you guys have any more questions, uh, keep filling them in. Don't forget to like the video. Subscribe if you guys are new. But Dallas Mavericks. And what's cool, what, what I like about Dallas is – they are one of the few teams that have five games. And this is the first round of the playoffs. It would be week 18. <clears throat> Dallas, OKC, and Toronto. So all these teams are here. If you have anyone on those teams for that week, like, ooh, you're probably getting through the first round of the playoffs. So that's kind of fun. And then Dallas also just has, you know, 13 games throughout the whole entire playoff. So let's see what we got here with our Dallas players. So obviously, Luca. Porzingis, <clears throat> those guys are must must haves. If you can try to acquire them, we had a trade in our comments here from earlier tonight. It looked like uh, our guy Aiden made a trade for Luca. He traded away uh, Montrez Harrell and Kawhi for Luca, which I think is actually a pretty good move. Uh, but Tim Hardaway Jr. <clears throat> under sixty percent owned. Let's see what he's been doing. I don't love these. I don't love these numbers, but again, if you just hold on to him, get you, you stack your three or four or five games in a week, and all of a sudden you're looking at a decent score here at the end of the week. Um, so he's a these are these are starter minutes for for Dallas technically, and uh, I don't know, he's an exciting player to watch too. He has these blow up games every now and then. He's a really good scorer. I wish there was more activity in the rebounding, rebounding and the assists, and probably more in the steals blocks too, but. Uh, he's a good scorer for them, and if if we're going into the championship or first round of the playoffs, pick up pick up some Tim Hardaway. You got Josh Richardson here, who's probably starting to play his best ball of the season. Um, he had a decent game last night: thirty-two minutes, twelve points, two, four, and one block here. Uh, steady scorer. This is the guy that you can just leave in your lineup all week here. Maybe you get a, an eleven, but he'll he'll he will reward you throughout the week here. So I like Richardson quite a bit. Jalen Brunson, backup point guard. He's had he kind of he's he's streaky, but I think at this point he's developed a high enough floor. Like you just look at this body of work all through February. Like <clears throat> you take that any four game chunk of this, and I think I'm okay with it. So Jalen Brunson, I mean he's under 30% owned. I think at this point he might be a guy that needs to be owned, and especially if if Luca misses a game, is Luca playing tonight? Luca's not playing tonight, so like you could get some of these. Like Luca, he's been pretty healthy so far this season, knock on wood. But um, and no Porzingis tonight, so there's going to be a lot of backup minutes tonight. So we'll see what the Dallas Mavericks look like tonight. Willie Cauley Stein. Let me just filter by points here. See who else is popping up. Axe Kleba, Dorian Finney. I like Finney, Finney Smith too. He's got a. If you get five games out of Finney Smith in a week, I think that's worth holding on to. So that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. Just looking for guys that have a lot of games during the week and just uh, taking advantage of that. So, like, next week we're talking Lakers. If you want to try to add a Laker if you can. It's not – it's slim pickings over there in, in the Laker land. Let's see what we got. So, Kuzma. Kuzma is only 43% owned. He needs to be owned next week. He's worth holding on. Like, if you can get him tonight – Hold him throughout the next couple of days because he, he gets five games next week, and he's averaging about 27 points in the last 15 days. Um, he popped off for 44 fantasy points before the All-Star break. So Kuzma needs to be owned, guys. Only 43% on. That's way, way too low. Um, 
Markeith Morris, we'll see if he can keep things up. But with five games, like I, I want this. There's a lot of minutes up for grabs with Anthony Davis out. So he's he's only 2% owned. Uh, he gets five games. You got a chance at a, a free 100 points here and probably more. Uh, just the way he's been playing, scoring double dip, double figures. Uh, I, I like Markeith Morris kind of a lot here. Talon Horton Tucker is another guy too I'm interested in. You look at his – just look at his last five games. Like This could be your score next week from him. Uh, creeping up to 100 points between the five games. That's what I look for making my ads. Let's look at Caruso's last five games here. So my internet cutting out. Um, so, I mean, you got to brace yourself for some of these sevens and these fours, but for the most part, Caruso looks pretty solid, 2.25. So in a five-game sample, just expect one dud, but the rest of the games look pretty pretty even. So I like Caruso quite, kind of a bit. So I don't know. That's Lakers next week, and I think week 13. Is there anybody with five? Just a ton of teams with four. Just looking ahead. And I think now that I have this document, we'll be, we'll be pulling this up much more often to kind of help us. But Detroit plays five games that week, week 15. If you're in need of a, a win that week, that would probably be wise. And I'll have to update this too because the schedule might change going forward. But I don't know. I'm kind of out of stuff. Let's just look at some box scores real quick. That Boston game. Boston's up 15-8. to eight. Trey Young's having a game. Kevin Herter not doing much. Gallinari, one for one, three minutes. Let's see what the Raptors are doing. Norman Powell, 12 points. Norman Powell's playing good. Raptors are not playing good, though. Let's take a look at this Detroit-Charlotte box score real quick. Jeremy Grant leading the way for Detroit with 13. Sadiq Bey playing well. He's getting some shots up tonight, too. Three for eight. Three, from, three for six from three. Two boards, nine points. Sadiq Bey, what's up? Dennis Smith Jr. not doing crap. Jaron Jackson Jr. not doing much. We'll see what happens in the second half there. Uh, Gordon Hayward, P.J. Washington. This is just a really steady lineup here. Cody Zeller, 8-3, and three, looking pretty good here. One offensive board. Uh, but I don't know. I think that's – if you guys got any more questions, otherwise I'm going to get out of here. I want to go check out that Nets game, get some food. But I don't know. That's going to do it for tonight's show. Thank you guys for hanging out. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you're new, and we'll see you guys in another one. Thanks. Peace.